history of Oklahoma is about winning championships. Brooks trying to make something happen. He breaks free. Kennedy breaks out. Forget the field goal. Win it with a touchdown. What is up, Sooner Nation? I am Casey Mallon, and you are now in a Sooner state of mind. Make sure you like and subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online. Where the game starts. Sooner state of mind, family. How we feeling? I've had better weeks, but I've also had worse. I did a lot of losing last week. My Sooners, my Dallas Cowboys, both of my fantasy teams. That just means there's nowhere to go but up. And if you think that I've come down from thinking the refs were absolute garbage last week, you would be wrong. You might not like it, but it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. We made plenty of mistakes that led to losing last week. That being said, the refs were trash and it felt like the fix was in. But if we don't make so many mistakes, the game isn't close and we blow them pokes out. But championship teams don't make mistakes. They make plays. And in that game, we didn't make enough plays to make up for all the mistakes. So congrats, Pokes. With a little luck and some Sooner magic, we'll get to see those busters again. But for now, it's on to the West Virginia Mountaineers. They come to Norman at 6-3. and three. The Mountaineers officially joined the Big 12 in 2012, but did have a longer history with the Sooners. Overall, the Sooners lead the series, 11 wins to just three losses. Their first meeting coming in 1958, a 47-14 Sooners victory. And until last year's 23-20 win over the Sooners, OU had won nine in a row. In last year's defeat, the Sooners had a 20-13 lead going into the fourth quarter. Does that sound familiar? It should. West Virginia tied it up at 20. The Sooners missed the go-ahead field goal with just a few minutes left in the game. And then Garrett Green led a 15-play, 65-yard drive, culminating in a 25-yard Casey Leg field goal. I like the name. I hate the result. Hits it as time runs out, giving the Mountaineers their first Big 12 win over the Sooners. Garrett Green came off the bench in that game for an ineffective JT Daniels and destroyed the Sooners with his mobility. 
14 carries for 119 and two touchdowns. Now, these teams have had some crazy games, specifically the 2012 game. That one comes to mind. Landry Jones, 38 of 51, 554 yards and six touchdowns. And it almost wasn't enough. Geno Smith, 20 of 35, 320, four TDs, two picks. But it was Tavon Austin that was unstoppable in this game. 21 carries, 344 yards, two touchdowns. That's over 16 yards a carry. But Landry Jones hit Kenny Stills for the go-ahead touchdown with just 24 seconds left in the game to give the Sooners the 50-49 to win. After the last couple weeks, I don't think I could handle a game like that on Saturday. I want to see the Sooners play a complete game and just put these guys away early. Will it be like that? Probably not, but I can still want it. Neil Brown took over as head coach at West Virginia in 2019, and he has a 28-28 record. Mountaineers bounced back from a week one loss to Penn State, and we're cruising to the last second Hail Mary loss to Houston. The next week, they got blowed out by the Pokes before bouncing back with back-to-back wins. Their offense has been hot lately. So hot right now. West Virginia scored at least 34 points in four straight games. Garrett Green is very feisty and has had moments, but he's only completing 53% of his passes, 10 TDs to just two interceptions. He can be very dangerous with his legs, as the Sooners found out last year. And on the season, 76 carries for 427, 5.6 per, and eight rushing touchdowns. Yeah, he's dangerous. And the Sooners did learn that lesson the hard way last year. But it seems like the Sooners learn a lot of lessons the hard way. With Green, the Mountaineers are averaging 46 carries for 218 a game. They're led by running back C.J. Donaldson Jr. His last two games, he's averaging almost eight yards a carry. Sometimes they struggle to get their receivers involved. But when they get them, it's Devin Carter and Preston Fox. Tight end Cole Taylor can be uh, causing problems. But in my opinion... The key to this game is to contain Garrett Green. Make him make plays with his arm, not his legs. Pass rush with discipline. Do not let this guy escape containment. We have the athletes on defense to do it. But can our guys stay disciplined enough to do so? It's going to take smart and cohesive play at all three levels. But it starts up front, especially with the edge guys. Got to contain the edge linebackers have to fight through the muck tackle strong now i'm not sure if stutzman will be back for this game or not he did practice this week and bv said he was day-to-day so that's good news kind of still feels a little murky and somehow stutzman was not named a semi-finalist for the buckus award i don't think stutz needed Added motivation, but is definitely there now. Unbelievable. If Studs can't go or is limited, Kip Lewis proved he is ready for prime time. 
In his first start last week, Lewis played 83 of 84 snaps, finishing with a team-high 15 tackles. Partner Kobe McKenzie balled out too. And indirectly, that might have helped Jaron Kanick, who got a chance to sit back and watch a little bit, maybe give him a little reset. Tons of talent just seem to be getting lost in the sauce lately. Still, plenty of upside from that dude. BV also said Gentry Williams is day-to-day. And man, that OU secondary has fought through injuries all season. It would be nice to be able to finish strong and healthy. I feel like the defense has done a good job lately of limiting the huge play. Didn't have the huge busts in coverage last week. It's been bad tackling for the most part that has hurt this team, especially lately, last couple of games. But still no glaring issues other than health. And for the most part, it seems we're somewhat on the mend there. Got to play smart, too. Offensively, Dylan Gabriel has been good to very good. We need to see him be great, though. Take these last few games to really be special. I think he can. We mentioned last week that offensively, this team doesn't have an identity. Like the visual that comes to mind when I think about this offense is all the passing game around the line of scrimmage, quick screens, bubble screens. I think we can be more than that, and I think we have to be more than that. We did finally see some of the things we've been dying to get out of the run game last week. Gavin Sawchuck with a 64-yard touchdown run. By far the longest run of the year. But Sawchuck, only 13 carries on the day. We need more. I know Walker was hurt last week, but only eight carries for him. And Barnes, the one play, just a direct snap. We have to find carries for that dude. I know he messed up the snap, but you're asking him to do something he doesn't normally do. Just turn around, give him the rock, let him run. Build this guy's confidence up. He's still a dynamic player. Needs to be shown the team believes in him, needs an opportunity. And to me, last week felt like our best week for the offensive line. The timing finally seems to be there on all that pulling stuff and getting to the next level. That should create more chunk plays in the run game. We should be able to lean on that run game late in games. That's why we messed around with Schmitty all summer. We should be built for this. We need to make our opponents quit in the fourth quarter, wear them down, and take over. We have the players. We just need the focus, the drive, the will. One of the things that has me completely stoked, though, is Drake Emmer effing Stoops. If he can break off a little bit of what he's made of for the team, They can finish strong. Because this season is far from over for Drake Stoops. I don't know if you had a chance to see his interview this week. You can find it at Football Dudes LA on Twitter or X, whatever the hell it's called. When asked if there was still something to play for, Stoops said, quote, I come in here day in and day out. Ten hours up here every day for me. There's a lot left to play for. 
I bust my tail year round for this for six years now. So I'm not really listening to what people say. I don't care if we're 0-8 right now. I'm playing ball because I love to play football. I love my teammates. I love my coaches. I love the University of Oklahoma. It's really that simple. I've got a lot of pride for this place, end quote. If that doesn't epitomize what you want out of a player, out of a Sooner, I don't know what does. Dude's got a lot of heart, and he's got no quit. And that was evident on the field last week. Stoops went 12 for 134 and a touchdown. Should have been two touchdowns. I wish this dude had more eligibility because you you cannot work harder than Drake Stoops. He's, he was also named a semifinalist for the Burlesworth Trophy. Burlesworth sounds like an old-timey villain from a Christmas movie. Oh, no, Mr. Burlesworth is going to close down the library. Yeah. I don't know. But that award is given to the most outstanding player that started their career as a walk-on. And that just goes to show it's not where you start, it's where you finish. Can you put in the hard work? If you do, the results come. And if you're a young receiver out there trying to learn the game, put on the Stoops tape, model his game, do what he does. If you do that, you will create an opportunity for yourself. Believe that. Most of the receivers have carved out a role in this offense but they definitely still miss Andrell Anthony. This offense has not been the same since he went down. There is still space for someone to seize the opportunity and to become the guy. We just need to see it. We need to figure it out. Good execution there, but we need more. Speaking of more, Lebby's got to call his best game as a Sooner. It feels like the seat might be getting a little hot. But for cohesion's sake, I would love for this dude to figure it out and watch this offense go to the next level. Sooner fans still won't be happy. And some will still find something to complain about. But I need to see a well-called game with cohesion. Is there still time to find our offensive identity? That is the question that has yet to be answered. This West Virginia team is good. They play hard. They play tough. And they will not come in intimidated. They will fight and we will have to beat them. They will not give this game to us. Green can make some mistakes throwing the ball. And that would help give us the edge in the passing game. But if we let him break containment and overall get that run game going, they would love to grind this game down with long drives. They average over 33 minutes time of possession each week. If they can do that, wear down our defense. Keep Dylan Gabriel and the boys off the field. That will be bad news for the Sooners. It's going to take a total team effort, but make no mistake, the Sooners are the better team. But West Virginia will make us prove it.
last couple of weeks, we haven't done that. So how does this team bounce back from last week's disappointment? And not just last week, last couple of weeks, even throw UCF in there. But does the realization of paying the price for playing without discipline continue to snowball? Or did we finally figure it out? We won't know until Saturday night. Either way, it's way better than it was last year and maybe ahead of schedule. I'm getting sick of leaning on that, though. I'll tell you what. It's hard not to think about what could have been. Eight points away is the difference for where we wanted to go and what the season could have been. But in reality, we're still at a point of what could be. If we handle our business and have just a couple of things go our way, some very cool things could still transpire. So sooner, state of mind family, I am calling on you to dig deep. Open your mind's eye. Not only see the future, create the future, become our future together. Let's send a tsunami of positivity and belief that engulfs our sooner and carries them to higher ground. We can achieve it together. You just have to believe. I know I do. Do you? I hope that answer is yes. Let's take these country roads and bury some bones. Go to Lake Thunderbird and throw some mountaineers right in the water. All right? Let's get it done. Unity, my brothers and sisters. Unity. There are some other super tasty Week 11 games on Saturday. Number three, Michigan at number 10, Penn State. And maybe if this was a night game, it could get crazy enough. But I'm still having trouble believing in Penn State. Prove me wrong, Nittany Lions. Prove me wrong. The sign said long-haired freaky people need not apply. Luckily for the Harbaugh's, they had videographical images of said sign and got haircuts ahead of this game. Signs or no signs, the Wolverines have outscored their Big Ten opponents 270 to 44. Miami at number four, Florida State. And believe it or not, kiddies, this used to be a huge game. Maybe we'll feel that way on Saturday, but one of these teams has Jordan Travis, and the fighting Cristobals do not. Well, you know what Sonny and Cher would say. That's on you, babe. A little no-ho Hank and Barry. Get hip, nerds. Number 18, Utah. At number 5, Washington. It will take a Herculean effort. Hercules, Hercules! From the Utah defense to slow the Huskies down enough for the Utes offense to make this a game. And if Michael Penix and the Huskies are looking past the Utes at those beeves, then they could get got 
but I don't think that's going to happen. And I think UW will be too good. Keeping it rolling. Number 13, Tennessee at number 14, Mizzou. All right, here is the stroke for Vols fans. Beat Mizzou this week. Have Ole Miss beat Georgia. And then next week, Hypes Vols beat the Dogs. That is Tennessee's path to the SEC championship. <laughs> but this is way more Billy Squire than Soul to Soul. Mizzou just looking to get to 10 wins for the first time since 2014. The good old Gary Pinkle days. Just mentioned number nine, Ole Miss, and number two, Georgia. Feel like Ole Miss might be able to give these dogs some trouble, although nobody else has, but maybe. Hmm. Since losing to Bama, Ole Miss has won five in a row. But against Bama, the Rebs had their lowest scoring output of the season, just 10 points. Other than that game, the least amount of points they've scored has been 27. And they're going to need at least 27 to win this game. The bad news is the Dogs haven't given up 27 points in a game this year. Expect them Dogs to get this win, but I'm hoping, hoping Lane can get it done. Unranked USC at number six, Oregon. The Trojans have given up more points in their last four games than the Ducks have given up all year. Ouch. So finally, Tebow fired Grinch after last week's 52-42 beatdown. And Tebow did have some very <laughs> bewildering comments this week as to what he thought the strength of some previous Sooners teams were during his time there. He said it was the defense. What? I hope Dan and the Angry Ducks just kick the shit out of him for that asinine comment alone. And because he's a scumbag. Not the cool kind. And to whoever scheduled West Virginia at OU, Ole Miss at Georgia, Tex-Ass at TCU, now with Quinn Ewers, Florida at LSU, all at the same time. You suck. Did we really need all of these games at the same time? You couldn't spread it around throughout the day? You suck, schedule makers. Okay, end of rant. Head on over to Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Go to shows. Type in Sooner State of Mind. You're locked. We have a ton of great content, every team, every topic, everywhere, Believe.com. If you want to watch Sooner State of Mind, head on over to YouTube and search the Football Dudes. We are there. Sooner State of Mind is brought to you by Bet Online, And I want to thank each and every one of you all for taking the journey with me each and every week of the college football season. I really appreciate it. My name is Casey Mallon, and I'm in a sooner state of mind.